Hey everybody, Rick here from Fueled by the Outdoors, and I'm here to tell you about a wonderful company, Saddies, custom ammunition and gun works. Aaron Satterfield and his family have been turning out some awesome game loads lately. Uh, I've been using the Saddies Fatties uh, turkey loads, and I gotta tell you, they stop a bird dead. Chris uh, used a 20 gauge this year, I used the 12, Josh used a 20, and uh, my son actually killed one with a 410 this year with uh, one of the Saddies loads, and my god, do they put the birds down like crazy. Aaron Satterfield and his family have a wide-ranging array of ammunition, custom game loads, predator loads, turkey loads, the Saddies Fatty, and also they do gun work. Please get a hold of them with any questions that you have in terms of your custom ammunition needs. Go to saddiesllc.com. That's S-A-T-T-I-E-S-L-L-C.com and tell them that Rick from Fueled by the Outdoors sent you. Curved buck down, baby. Oh my gosh, that was freaking awesome. This is my first public land buck. This is my second set of the season. I can't. Oh my gosh, I just heard him fall. I just heard him fall. Uh. I just shot my Kentucky buck. Welcome to Fueled by the Outdoors. I'm your host, Rick Cates, and I'm coming at you solo this evening. Reason why is it is finally that time of year that we all love. That's right. It's deer season. And uh, as as we get farther into deer season, schedules get screwy. Our minds go to pot uh, because we're all chasing big, big deer. And we want to make sure that we're out in the woods at the best time possible and allowing ourselves to make good choices on deer that we've had on camera for long periods of time. So uh, I actually want to start with one big, big announcement, actually three big announcements. Um, It is the schedule announcement for the Mobile Hunters Expo 2024. That's right. We have not one, not two, but three whole shows this year, guys. And when I tell you that these shows will be better than last year's shows. I cannot explain to you how excited I am about these. We're expanding uh, for our last show this year, but I'll give you the first two as a lead-up to that. The first show is the Southern Show. That's going to be held in Dalton, Georgia this year. We've moved it from Chattanooga, Tennessee over to Dalton, Georgia on June 28th through the 30th. The Northern Show will be back again in Kalamazoo, Michigan on July 26th through the 28th. And the Northeastern Show, that's right, for all you Northerners who made the trek to our uh, Kalamazoo show from the Northeast, we heard you loud and clear. And we know that there is a ton, a ton of hunters in that area. And we wanted to make sure that we brought a show to you all this year. And we hope to expand it next year. But the Northeastern show is in Mannheim, Pennsylvania from August 9th to the 11th. Now, if you've never been to the Mobile Hunters Expo, I can tell you that it is uh, nothing like you've ever been to before. It's straight mobile hunting companies coming in, letting you test all their gear 
giving you live instruction, telling you what you need to do in order to get your setups correct, and they guide you through everything. They send you to other booths to help you look at what may be best for you, and above all else, you're there around other mobile hunters, and it is... <clears throat> such a wonderful environment we have speakers uh, that are going to be lined up we have podcasts we have youtubers we've got everything you need to make a great weekend for yourself your hunting buddies and your families this is a this is an all-ages show we want everybody to come experience this because you can learn a lot and take home a lot from each one of these shows uh both in gear and in knowledge. And that that's that's the big piece of this. We want this to be like Deer Camp. And if you've been to one before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, get a hold of us uh, on Fueled by the Outdoors uh, on Facebook. <clears throat> we are, um, tickets aren't on sale yet. We want to uh, build a little bit before we get you there. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Each one of these shows is going to be better than last year. I guarantee that there will be more vendors at each show and that there will be even more speakers and camaraderie come around that time. Now, I say all that uh, to get that out of the way because, like I said, it's deer season and this is a very, very, very fun time in order to get yourself out in the woods and make everything uh, all your dreams come true uh, that you've been putting forth all that effort for since the start of the year. So let's dive straight into it. The big piece uh, that as as I'm talking to you now, it's October. And with it being October, you know, a lot of people talk about the October lull and how deer just stop moving because, you know, whatever, more hunters in the woods, uh, the deer are staging before the rut or the moon's not right, you know, everything and anything that we've all heard throughout our entire lives. The biggest piece that I feel like I want to talk about today is, and you, you've heard me discuss this before, <clears throat> and it, it it's a big one. You've heard Chris talk about it. Uh, you've heard Josh talk about it. And a, a, a big a big part of hunting is practice, practicing your gear, practicing your bow, practicing, uh, you know, if you're, if you're turkey going for turkeys, turkey calling, all that kind of stuff. But for specifically for whitetails, you've scouted. That's practice. You're practicing knowing what is out there in the woods. You, you've put up cameras. Uh, you've been shooting out of your stand, hopefully, or out of your, off your platform and in your saddle, or e even on the ground. You've been practicing. Um, the part that a lot of people get hung up on with regards to this is how, why, when, and where you're going to put an arrow in an animal. And I bring this up because uh, last year, I, I think in, in September last year, I took a, a shot, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I took a shot at a deer and it was a bad shot. No, no doubt about it. I, I took a shot that I thought in my head was a layup and it was not. So a piece of getting out in the woods is knowing your limitations. Uh, I've been, you know, talking with Chris about this and I, we'll, we'll talk about this on a later podcast as well, but 
Um, knowing your limitations and, and what what availability you have to meet the expectations that you have. So uh, in, in, in thinking about this, I'm going to kind of go back to this deer I shot last year. I shot a deer, a doe, on opening weekend in Kentucky last year. Um, I had it at 20 yards. Uh, I could, I didn't realize that <clears throat> the, a bush was not in front of it. I thought I had seen some honeysuckle blocking my arrow. It would not have happened. I waited till the deer got below me, and I shot the deer, and I buried it in its shoulder. I, it was a, you know, in my head, this is a four to five yard shot. I should be able to get this. And I, I took a bad shot. And for those of you out there who are listening right now, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's that sick feeling that you know you think you may have gotten a, a hit, but you, you, don't, you don't exactly know. And if, if you've ever made that shot before, you'll also know it's an extremely hard shot to take. Um, which in, in a lot of ways we convince ourselves that we can make, you know, a lot of us practice on flat ground, very few practice out of platforms, very few, even fewer of us. I can only think of one or two guys that I know practice at shooting at steep angles, uh, within a 10 yard window or anything along those lines. It's tough because, in our heads during those times, we we worry. We think that we the buck or the doe is going to do something that uh, we don't know, or our setup is goofy, or something is going to happen. But in all reality, um, if you if you film your hunts at all, you'll notice this. Uh, you you tend to rush. I do it. Um, I know Chris has done it. I know Josh has done it. Every everybody who's who's deer hunted at one time or another has has rushed a shot. And when you go back and you start filming and you looking at it and you say to yourself like why why was I rushing so much? Uh, why why did I feel like I ha- my hair was on fire and I needed to put an arrow in that deer so quickly? The fact of the matter is is that those deer are not you know going to notice a ten second difference. And some people might argue with me a big difference about this, but the big piece here is is not rushing shots and being and giving giving proper consideration into things, which leads me into the larger conversation um, that I, I kind of want to have. Shot placement on animals is a big part of ethics, and everybody has their own ethics. I'm never going to shame somebody for taking a downward shot if they felt if they feel like they can hit that shot and they can prove that they can hit that shot. I am not a target archer. Chris is. Chris can make those shots. I cannot. And he and I have discussed this <clears throat> where he won't even take that shot anymore because it only takes once and, and you and you kind of know. Um, bigger piece overall here is I want everybody out there before you get in the woods this year, think about where and how and when you're going to make shots and give yourself some grace with this kind of stuff. Be realistic with yourself. I was listening to a podcast with Levi Morgan the other day, and he, you know, he'll, his his comfortable range is sixty yards. You know, he's he's also the best shooter in the world. And you know, his statement is is he goes, "I'm the best shooter in the world." The average guy isn't always going to be able to make a shot like that. So be realistic with yourself. You know, we all kind of get buck fever. We get crazy when that big deer or even a little deer that we haven't, you know, 
and we just want meat in the freezer. You know, that exchange needs to take place, and, and we want it so badly. Give yourself a second, go through your form, and do the things that you need to in order to be an ethical hunter in your own mind. Because if if you shoot that animal and then you can't find it, you and I both know that feeling never goes away and you're always going to remember that. And sometimes that's a helpful thing, but let's let's make sure that we're putting good shots on animals this year for a good purpose and for anyone out there who's had this happen, you know, I know the feeling, I know you're sick to your stomach and there's a reality where you know, you'll you'll go back and you'll look at it from every angle and you'll know not to make those same thought processes again and manage it better for the next time. Hey everybody, Rick here from Fueled by the Outdoors and I'm here to tell you about a wonderful company, Saddies, custom ammunition and gunworks. Aaron Satterfield and his family have been turning out some awesome game loads lately. Uh, I've been using the Saddies Fatties uh, turkey loads and I gotta tell you, they stop a bird dead. Chris uh, used the 20 gauge this year, I used the 12, Josh used the 20, and uh, my son actually killed one with a 410 this year with uh, one of Saddies loads, and my god, do they put the birds down like crazy. Aaron Satterfield and his family have a wide ranging array of ammunition, custom game loads, predator loads, turkey loads, the Saddies Fatty, and also they do gun work. Please get a hold of them with any questions that you have in terms of your custom ammunition needs. Go to saddiesllc.com. That's S-A-T-T-I-E-S-L-L-C.com and tell them that Rick from Fueled by the Outdoors sent you. So getting back to ethics, one thing I, 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 I want to say, um, this is something that I <laughs> I just got back from a week of vacation at a lake, uh, Lake Cumberland. And I love to fish. I really do. We don't talk about fishing that much anymore on the podcast. We we really talk more about hunting uh, turkeys and whitetails and all, all, all kinds of all kinds of whitetail content. And you know, nothing gets me going more than talking fishing and, and all that kind of stuff. But going back to ethics. If you can hear my fingers hitting there, uh, the table in front of me, you'll you'll understand my frustration with this. Um, everybody has a way of fishing, just like everybody has a way of bow hunting. A big piece that I want to encourage people to do is really take into consideration how you fish around other people. I had an incident happen uh, when I was down. Uh, at Cumberland last week where I had a guy come stand directly next to me, uh, less than three feet in between me. And, uh, I think it was my mom and my dad who is less than five feet away from me stands directly next to me. Um, cast his line directly over mine. I have a fish hooked and he's sitting there jiggling a jig and I lose my fish and then proceeds to tell me, Oh, I'm sorry for hooking your line. Um, be more self-aware around this stuff, guys. Uh, not everybody does this, but this happens frequently, and I think it's something that it's okay to address with the person who is, you know, fouling up with regards to getting in your space and not doing things correctly, or cutting you off on a bank or anything along those lines. It's okay to be assertive. Don't be aggressive. 
this this leads into kind of a a larger conversation that we can have on a different podcast. But um, you know, I I've seen this happen on uh, some of these hunting pages too. And the reason why I I kind of want to bring this up is that it's okay to be assertive. Don't be aggressive, and like no offense, don't be a dick. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of people this season who do things not the same way as you. And it doesn't mean that they're bad or that it's wrong or anything like that. But just be be aware of what you're saying, what you're doing, and how it's going to affect somebody else. You know, did, did, did the 50, 60-year-old man who came and stood in between me and uh, the other person and hooked my line uh, do it on purpose? I don't know. Uh, I told him that. I wasn't happy that I lost the fish, and he got the drift and kind of walked away. Um, be aware when you're walking in the woods this year. If you see somebody, you know, in the woods and they're in a spot, make sure you have another area to go to, or keep walking past them and go set up somewhere else. Don't be the guy to set up <clears throat> because you see somebody coming through, rushing to set your stuff up or uh, things like that. Talk to the people. Figure out where you're going to go. That way you don't bugger up each other's hunts or you don't bugger up each other's fishing holes. These things are very simple things that we've gotten away from as a hunting and fishing community that I feel like are things that we can make a lot of great effort with. You know, I, I, I talked at the start of the podcast about the Mobile Hunters Expo and and how important that is to get a deer camp feel with that. If you were at a cabin with your buddies or if you're sitting in a tent with your buddies and you're discussing stuff to go where you would go for the next day for a hunt, you should do the same thing with somebody who's standing right there in the parking lot with you so you don't go and, you know, screw things up for each other. You want information. That's a good thing. You don't have to say, give me the GPS point of where you're going to be so I can put it in my Spartan Forge or my Onyx or my whatever. You know, be be aware of this kind of stuff. Allow yourself to be uh, a, a good steward and help each other out. You know, people listen to this podcast weekly, and we do this to get word out for people to try and do things in a better way and to be a smarter, more educated outdoorsman. So do most of the people who uh, we interact with at the Mobile Hunters Expo. You know, those those people there want you to go out and do well but i don't think they want you know situations where uh you know you'd be sitting on top of another person and you know it it, ca- it causes a disagreement the big the big piece the overarching thing i, w- I want to just kind of you know finish up with here is that everybody is going to be in the woods at some point this year you're gonna have to make decisions and some of those decisions are going to be tough. Some of those decisions are going to be on deer. Some of those decisions are going to be on trees. Some of those decisions are going to be how you're going to interact with people. It's going to go a long way if you're able to manage yourself in a healthy way versus, you know, going off like a gorilla and screaming at somebody in the woods and then both your hunts are screwed. Allow yourself to just think things through and do the right thing. Nothing is worse than going and having your hunt ruined or having something happen because you don't want somebody being in your hunting area. You know, we've, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum before, 
But, uh, you know, we've had trail cams stolen. We've had stands stolen. We've had people uh, rush in front of us in canoes and kayaks. Be smart about stuff, guys. You know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big proponent of of the golden rule: do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Allow yourself to be a good hunter and set a good example for those around you, because that's what's going to be important. So, I say all that to say this: it's deer season. I know you're all excited about it. I am super excited about it. Um, Kentucky muzzleloader comes in in a couple weeks, and man. I am just chomping at the bit. I'm really kind of upset because as you're listening to this, there's a huge cold front coming in right now in Kentucky, Ohio, and I know those deer are going to be up and moving, and I cannot hunt this weekend. So if you're listening to this on your way to your stand, I hope you kill the biggest deer of your life and that you have the greatest hunt ever. It's important to take these moments, really cherish them, and know that when you're in the woods, that is a place and a space that we all share and that we all love to be in. So let's keep it that way and let's look out for one another this deer season. Guys, I'm Rick Cates. I've been your host for Fuel by the Outdoors. Have a wonderful evening and go out there and kill that big booner that you want to kill this year. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.